Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back here season two on bizradio.us. We've hit 2,000 downloads and we're approaching 100 episodes. So I just want to thank all of the listeners, especially the B team that has been following me for these last two years. It's been amazing. So I want to jump right in to today's show because I'm super, super, super excited to have one of the founding board members of the Spark Foundation, which I am the treasurer for. And I was honored to meet this guest five years ago when I joined Spark. This guest is the program coordinator for the Buncombe County Reentry Council which provides assistance to anyone returning from prison, giving them resources they need to overcome the challenges they face, such as housing, transportation, education, and employment. His experience as a formerly incarcerated man who served over five years offers him a unique perspective when it comes to navigating reentry. His greatest joy comes from helping returning citizens of Buncombe County down the path of self-sufficiency, which is amazing. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Brent Bailey. Welcome, Brent. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I'm so excited. I was just telling Brent before we started, I have not personally have heard his story. I've read it and I've heard about it, but I would love for you to tell the listeners, you know, where you're from, your story that led you into reentry. That's how we always start the show. And then we'll jump into Spark and everything that you're doing with Buncombe County. But let's just start about you and where you're from and, and how you got here. Yes, I'm from Winston-Salem, um, about two hours up I-40 from Asheville. And um, probably about, I don't know, somewhere in my teenage years, I started veering off a bit. And ultimately, to make a long story short, uh, my drug use led me to selling drugs. And um, that kind of got out of control. And I ended up incarcerated for that. And so I was sentenced to uh, 60 to 81 months in prison back in 1999. So I was in prison from 99. And then I was released April 21st, 2004. And back when I was released, reentry was just beginning to even be a buzz and mm-hmm. being talked about. So there's a current program in North Carolina, and it's been in existence since then. But I was in the initial pilot program. It's Project Reentry. Wow. And, um, so, yeah, when they first started back in 2003, I was in the first class ever. Wow. and. That came full circle in 2010 when I was hired by that program to uh, run a site that they were expanding in the Wilkes County. And the interesting thing is 
when I applied for the job, I didn't even know it was them because <laughs> as I had been released and I just kind of moved on with my life, you know, I lost contact with the program and sure. um, through those years they had built partnerships and one of those was with Goodwill, but I did see a job posted on Goodwill's website for a prison reentry case manager. And it just said Goodwill. And I was like, man, well, this looks like something that's up my alley. I think I can do it. And so I applied. And um, interesting thing, uh, they interviewed 13 people for that position. They got over 100 some applications. And I was the only one who was a convicted felon who had even applied. Wow. Which I understand because a lot of times people are deterred from applying because as soon as they see any type of prison history, it's like denied without even giving them any consideration. So that speaks a lot. And you know what? The old cliche, right? You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Wow. I took a shot and that was my that's the thing. And that's something I carry with me and that I share with so many folk is like, there are some hindrances and obstacles you have to overcome, but don't have self-imposed limitations. Just because you have a background, just because you had a dark period in your life where you might have made bad decisions. Now that you've turned that thing around and you make a good ones, you got to at least try. You got to give it a shot. You got to ask. You got to apply because it really does come down sometime to just getting in front of the right person. You're absolutely right. And I think sometimes, not sometimes, all the times, we're our worst enemy. We'll be in our head so much thinking we can't do this and we can't do that. And we talk about it so much on the show on Biz Radio about entrepreneurship. I had a CPA worked for over 10 years and I was like, I don't think I have enough experience to have my own business. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, you can figure this out. And I have and you have, too, which is amazing. So, Brent, how did you make your way from Winston to Asheville? So I was working for Project Reentry, and again, that was a partnership with Goodwill of Northwest North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the way Goodwill is set up is regional, and the headquarters is Winston-Salem, but they cover all the territory, Winston-Salem West. And mm-hmm. so I was in Wilkes, and I got transferred to Asheville because they had six prisons, and it was a better opportunity. And um, they just brought me up here to kind of do that. And so I was working there. And that's how I ended up from Winston and Wilkes down here to Asheville. And that was in uh, early 2013. Oh, wow. So you're hitting t- your diamond this year. You're going to be 10 years old in Asheville. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost getting my status to be a transplant. Oh, you're here. This is home. And then it'll be 20 years next year since you came back home. Yeah, 20 years release next year. So I'm I'm hitting some milestones out here. Yes, I'm so proud of you, Brent. And so how did you find out about Spark? All right, so when Spark was transitioning to the Spark Foundation and the nonprofit arm, so now they have to establish a board of directors because that's just part of being a nonprofit. And one of the people they tapped was Jody, who I met working at Goodwill. (laughs) Yes. At the time he tapped me, now I was no longer there. I had transitioned over to Buncombe County and become the uh, coordinator of the local reentry council. But he reached out to me and said, hey, man, uh, you know, Spark's looking for board members. This is what Spark is about. This is what they do. And it looks like something you might be interested in. And so I went to the meeting and um, I just I enjoyed it. I love the mission. I love what Spark was looking to do. And I said, I want to be a part of it. 
Wow. And for those that are not familiar with Spark, since 2015, the Spark Foundation has provided education and support designed to keep people out of institutional care. Um, the team at Spark provides mental health, peer support, social work, community health, um, communication professionals collaborate with families. It's all about safer and healthier communities and families. So I was honored to be asked to be a part of the board back in 2018. And I just found out about Spark at a Asheville Chamber like networking event where I'm the first table I go to, the executive director for Spark, Jackie, she was there and said, hey, we need someone that has an accounting background. And just like you, Brent, it's been an amazing experience being able to do so much good work, especially in Buncombe County, because you mentioned there's six jails in Buncombe County. Well, no. So the the area here covers six prisons. There are two in Buncombe now. There used to be three. And then we cover two more in Marion. And then we cover the uh, Black Mountain Substance Abuse Center for Women, which is it's not it's not like a prison with the uh -huh. fence and all of that, but they still in custody. Uh, for the time they're there, so. Gotcha. Because, again, I never see, because I've lived in other cities. Asheville's probably the smallest city I've lived in. Mm -hmm. So when people say there's crime or whatever, I'm like, there's not even a jail here. You know? There's definitely <laughs> like, a jail. <laughs> so before we um, talk about the creative market that's coming up for Spark, I definitely want to shout you out because uh, Brent was nominated for a Community Leader Award at the first annual Asheville Black History Awards via Black, is it Black Wall Street? Black yes. Wall Street or Black ABL? And so with that being said, we typically always ask the guests to give the listeners some jewels, some tips that you can provide, any guidance for those that are doing community work, because I know that it can be draining and it's a great work that you're doing, but how do you not get burnout? How do you have a balance between work and home life? Uh, part of mine is I think you just got to learn to celebrate the small victories. Mm -hmm. Don't just wait for those big ones to come through and the big cataclysmic type deal, but just small victories. You know, if I'm working with somebody and, um, you know, Part of their thing was I just want to I want full time employment, but the first thing they get is part time. Then we celebrate that, but we keep on working on full time. Or if I'm working with someone who's been struggling with substance use, and mm -hmm. you know what, they got two days clean, we celebrating that. You know, mm -hmm. we don't wait till it's two years and twenty years. So learning how to celebrate the small victories kind of keeps your fire lit. Because the only way to keep from burning out is the fire inside you got to stay lit. So if you can keep yourself inspired and fired up, then you can kind of avoid that burnout. I know that's right. I think a lot of times we rely so much on other people mm -hmm. to pour into us, to support us. If we don't get, you know, words of affirmation or or some type of recognition, especially in the age of social media, I was teasing Brent, like, you don't got no Facebook, Instagram. Brent was like, I'm good. <laughs> and I, don't I, have, I don't have no high levels of anxiety either. And I attributed to not being on the social media all the time. Uh, I, you know, I started saying this about probably about 10 years ago, but, you know, social media is making people more antisocial. Yeah. Isn't that something? Because I, I will say I, I just created my Facebook when I started my business. Yeah. And then, of course, then I created an Instagram. But when I see it doesn't matter if the person's 80 years old or 10 years old, some people are literally giving you 
every aspect of their life. There's no privacy and don't let you not like something or put a heart by it. You're right. People are tore up from the floor up. And I'm just like, this should be more of just like a nice way to reconnect with people, see what's going on, but not to yeah. be a stressful thing. Yeah. And I think too, it's what, it's what dogs go to bark at the moon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love, love it. So Britt, let's talk about Spark, the creative market that's taking place. This is going to air the Wednesday before the creative market takes place, um, April the 22nd. So I know, you know, Brent, you've been with Spark since the beginning. You always show up. You always help. What's a little something that you could tell folks about this creative market that's coming up on April the 22nd? Well, there'll be a lot of local vendors there. So this is definitely an opportunity to support local businesses. And I think we need to do that as often as possible, as often as we have an opportunity. Um, We need to support entrepreneurship. We need more people uh, to be living those dreams of entrepreneurship because ultimately it helps the community. And Mm -hmm. so at the creative market, there's going to be all kind of vendors there with all types of products. I promise if you come out, you're going to find some things that you'll love and wouldn't be able to find in some other places. Be some food trucks there, be some music, uh, painting, all kind of different things going on. And it's just a wonderful time. April 22nd from noon to 4 p.m. Just come through any time. And it's at the Spark headquarters, which is at 225 East Chestnut Street in Asheville. And so uh, come on out and you can meet myself and Veronica and see us. And we'll probably be talking about sports. I probably <laughs> got the number one overall draft pick. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go, baby. Yes. I didn't want to say nothing. Right. But yeah, when I tell you, Carlos, my husband is so excited about all the moves that, that the Panthers have been making since they got this new coach. I'm not sold on the new coach yet, yeah. but anything's better than what we've had since Ron Rivera. Yeah. Just got to win. We just got to win. So I also want to add, you know, you can follow Spark on IG or Facebook at the Spark Foundation, or you could go to the sparkfoundation.org. If you cannot make it, if you're not in Asheville and you're listening, you can always go on the Spark website, hit the donate button and support this amazing organization. So before we go, Brent, because we got a little bit of time, I know, you know, you're such a positive person and you always put a nice twist on it. But I do would like if you can share some a little bit of the struggle since you have been home for the last 19 years, because those that are listening, they're probably like, okay, Brent, well, it just worked out for you, but I'm really struggling and I don't know what to do. So those that are listening and they're in that Western North Carolina area, how can they get in touch with you if they want to get some resources or other resources that are out there that they can utilize? Yeah, I'll say too, it didn't only work for me, it's working for a lot of people. A lot of people right here in this community who I'm working with now. And, um, you know, they had some, a similar background, similar story. And, and we've had struggles. We've had obstacles to overcome. And you just got to keep on going. Something I tell folks is, look, you're going to hear some no's, but it's not rejection. It's redirection. I give oh. examples, Veronica, and I'll try to make this quick. When I got that job at Goodwill, uh-huh. I had just got turned down for a job at Home Depot. And they had brought me on three interviews and they knew about my background because I put it on the application and I mentioned it in the first interview. The first interview was with the store manager. Uh The second interview was with another manager of the department I would have been working in. 
And then the third one they brought me back was HR. And that's the one they told me they could not hire me because of my background. But if I would have got that job, I never would have kept looking and found a job at Goodwill that ultimately led me to Asheville and led me to Spark and led me to where I am in my life right now. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't rejection. It was redirection. I firmly believe that's not where I was supposed to be. And if I would have got that job back then, and that was like 2010, I might still be there today. Not doing nothing to the level that you're doing now, affecting the community. We count nails and two by fours. (laughs) Instead, um, yeah, because that's what happened too, right? It led me into this position, working with people, being able to give back, to pour into my hope, my experience and everything like that. And so I would just tell people out there who might have a similar background as mine, you might have some felony convictions, you're going to hear some no's. I want you to know it's not rejection, it's redirection. And you cannot listen to other folk. We talked about self mm-hmm. earlier. Don't let other people tell you what you can and can't be because you got this background. You got to be like the bumblebee. You know, aerodynamically, a bumblebee is not supposed to be able to fly. Its mm-hmm. body's too bulgy. Its wings are too small. If you went to the airport tomorrow and they tried to put you on a plane that was shaped like a bumblebee, you're not getting on that plane. <laughs> but bumblebees keep flying around because everybody who told them they couldn't fly, they never heard one of them. And you got to be like that. You can't hear people when they tell you what you can and can't do because of your background. You got to just keep going. You're so right about that. And I've had the same experience, you know, with entrepreneurship. I never, I always said, I never want to have my own business. You know, I'm an accountant. So I'm like, I need to know when I'm getting paid and health insurance and all this stuff until I moved to Asheville and got the most highest paying job, the most responsibility, everything on paper I wanted. And Brent, I was miserable. I was throwing up before I was going to work. I was crying Mm. on the way to work. I was just sad, but I thought, well, Veronica, you got a master's in accounting and this is what everyone says you're supposed to do. You're on this manager track. And I lasted maybe 15 months. And about two months after that, I met Jackie, got introduced to the Spark Foundation, started my business, and I haven't looked back since. And if I would have listened to everybody else, they would have said, girl, you crazy for leaving this six figure job and this you know, 20, 30,000 bonus annually. Who is, so I tell people all the time, it's not about the money. It's about your peace of mind, your happiness. You know, I wasn't able to do anything community service wise. I wanted to teach. I wasn't able to do any of that when I was working this corporate job. So I totally get it. And I think we have to keep having these type of conversations to encourage people that, like you said, the only person stopping you is you. That's right. As I do want to say, if people want to, if you have a background, you've been having some issues and you think, uh, you need just a little boost, some assistance. I'm embedded in the Buncombe County Justice Resource Center, which is located on the 15th floor of the Buncombe County Courthouse. Or if you want to call, the number is 828-250-6401. Just ask for Brent Bailey, and we'll see what we can do uh, to get, get you past that hump and that hurdle. 
Brent, thank you so much for coming on the show. And more importantly, thank you for being transparent about your background. Thank you for helping so many people in Western North Carolina. I know you're going to continue doing this for some time, and I'm just honored to call you a friend. I'm honored to be on the board with you, and I'm looking forward to many, many years of the Panthers winning, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so again, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in to bizradio.us and please come back next week, same time, same place, 10 a.m. on Wednesdays for the Veronica Edwards Show. And if you missed the live airing, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. And LeBron won last night. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.